Hi, Scott. Make his watch lost in space. And talking threat to destruction. You gotta get it now. Oh, more oh, teeth! Uh, oh, it's not very light to me. Adam, what? There's, there's a phone call for you. What? Oh, okay. Right, I'll take over for him. How can you get off with? I mean, lost in space. Oh, just, oh you just wait. Watch those heels. What's with you in the headshots, Gene? You're meant to be my friend. I love you, I love you, but can you take over for me? Right, this is for Lost in Space. Oh, this is for oh, Edge of Destruction. Oh. Don't believe what Karen said. She loved it. And, oh, I'm going to make a cup of tea now. Can I have one? Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> Blood everywhere. Welcome to Staggering Stories, episode Without further ado, recriminations over Lost in Space aside, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who Capaldi snubbed. Dun dun dun. ITV. Boo. Who are the BBC who make Doctor Who? No. ITV's National Televisions Awards are in full swing once again, but for the first time since Doctor Who returned to our screens in 2005, the incumbent Doctor has not received a nomination for the Best Drama Performance. Ooh. Maybe that's because he was hardly in it. (laughs) Incumbent. Is that sort of like recumbent? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. (laughs) Sprawled out tastefully. (laughs) Despite the snubbing of people... Peter Capaldi. Mm. Doctor Who did receive one, just one, Mm. measly nomination in the best drama category. Well, it is the best drama, let's face it. Where it will attempt to beat off Sherlock, Scylla, and Downton Abbey. The Scylla. The Scylla. Benedict Cumberband. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Is he made of rubber now? Did Handy bendy candy bendy. That's the one. Yeah. Did receive a nomination for best drama for performance, and will have to wrestle with Sheridan Smith, <laughs> Sarah Lancashire, and Dame Maggie Smith. That could be interesting. <laughs> in, an, in an inflatable paddling pool, yes. filled with sport fever, <laughs> with Jello. <laughs> Voting is now open on the National Television Awards website, where you can also choose the best chat show host and the best TV judge. Mm. 
Daredevil. Oh yeah. Ooh. Netflix series dated. Ooh. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's very up to date. Actually, <laughs> out of date. Howling Mad Matt Murdock is back from his shame-induced exile at the hands of Ben Affleck <laughs> as Marvel's Daredevil is set to reappear in a new 13-part Netflix series. Mm. A Fleck who won a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actor. <laughs> <laughs> in 2003 for his efforts on the big screen Daredevil has been replaced by British actor Charlie Cox for the Netflix series Cox will all <laughs> Cox will be all over Netflix as Adam. they usually are <laughs> on the 10th of April 2015 when the 13 episodes will be made simultaneously available for streaming Ooh. four additional Netflix Marvel series are in the works those being aka Jessica Jones an Iron Fist series a Luke Cage series and a Defenders miniseries that will have them all come together <laughs> are they sort of overdoing the superhero bit <laughs> <laughs> Did you have Wimbledon. to? <laughs> so we took Cox, Fist, Come Together, all from that last piece of news. Yeah. Changing the subject completely. <laughs> Fiona Cumming. Uh, <laughs> dead! Wasting no time to become the first Doctor Who death of 2015, Fiona Cumming, perhaps best known for directing the Davison era Who stories Castro Valva, Snake Dance, Enlightenment, and Planet of Fire... Dropped dead on the 1st of January, age 77. Good innings. <laughs> I like that, just dropped dead. <laughs> I, I love the respect with which yeah. these are written. Yeah. <laughs> Cumming originally started off in acting before switching to work behind the camera, including as a AFM, assistant floor manager, mm-hmm. for Hartnell's The Massacre of St. Bartholomew's Eve, then moving up to production assistant on the Troutons, Highlanders and Seas of Death, and also on Pertwee's Mutants. In recent years, Cumming contributed to the Doctor Who DVD range, most notably for creating the special edition edits of Enlightenment and Planet of Fire. Mm-hmm. They're very good, but a bit quick-paced. Yeah, and cropped. They are, the especially the Planet of Fire. It's cropped in every which way. <laughs> Still, they left Perry's boob scene in. Well, how can they not? Got, yeah, the essential bits. The two essential <laughs> points. Yeah, indeed. The two essential, essential points, points, yeah. Are there any addendums? Well, Nicola Bryant had two. But, uh, <laughs> I have got three. Three, oh, wow. Three collected Count them, three. Three, Un, deux, trois. That's okay. all I remember of my French. Would you like <laughs> to do your first addendum? My first addendum, following on from the last piece of news. Mm-hmm. All coming. Rod Taylor. Dead. Dead. Who's Rod Taylor in his name? Rod Taylor is the actor who played in the 1960s Time Machine. Oh. oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Australian-born actor Rod Taylor died on the 7th of January in his home in Los Angeles, mere four days short of his 85th birthday. He was best known for his uh, role in the George Powell's version of The Time Machine, mm-hmm. but he had also uh, appeared in the Alfred Hitchcock horror masterpiece The Birds oh, really? as, the, uh, as the lead, yeah. lead character mm. in there. Yes. <laughs> Big Bird. Yeah. Not not Big Bird. The Birds. <laughs> lots, Big lots Bird th- in that one? No, no, no. <laughs> mostly uh, ravens, if I remember mm, yes. rightly, and a few seagulls. No mm. big gigantic. Seagulls? <laughs> yeah, there, w- there was a scene where the seagulls oh, okay, came and attacked. But, uh, no, yeah. Not quite as uh, intimidating, I don't think, not, seagulls. Not, not quite. Finding, finding Nemo. No. <laughs> Mine. Mine. <laughs> so, yeah, no Finding Nemo's. Any other addendums? Um, unfortunately, this is another 
date. Today, the BBC Mm. News announced that Brian Clements has passed away. For those of you who do not know his name, he gave us the Avengers, the British version, not that one with men in tights (laughs) and weirdos. He said he gave a lot of the best episodes. not sure he created it. Yeah, he didn't create it. The Baron, he wrote for The Persuaders, The Protectors, Danger Man, The Invisible Man, and Bergerac. He did a lot of stuff, I remember. Yes, his name is everywhere back in the day. He was a prolific writer in the late 60s. He also worked on The Professionals. He passed away at the age. Oh, he created The Professionals, that's right. And he passed away aged 83 um, today, I believe. I saw something about last thing he did was watch an episode of Avengers. Maybe it's when the film was through him. His art couldn't take it. His last words were, I did quite a good job. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I like that on my tune. Die a happy man, why not? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Exactly. I'm proud of me. (laughs) Your next addendum. My my second addendum. Not so depressing as death. (laughs) No more death. No more death. No more death. Neil Gaiman is bringing out a new book. Oh, a new book. Of death. About death. No, possibly. Possibly. No, in him. Probably. It's a, a collection of short stories yep. called Trigger Warning, Short Fiction and Disturbances. Of death? <laughs> yeah. The reason I, I mention it is, one, he's going to be doing a short story continuing on from American Gods, uh, which yeah. is one of his main books. And he's also doing a short story in it that was going to be in the show's 50th anniversary. Doctor Who's 50th anniversary. Okay. I thought I'd better mention that show. What show are we talking about? (laughs) Generic. (laughs) Star Trek. (laughs) Yeah, no, so so there's going to be a... There would have been a potential Who's story is in there. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. It's interesting, yes. Licensing issues there. He must have done a deal somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Though, personally, I would want him to produce uh, Nightmare and Silver if it also meant him bringing out the Doctor's wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I suspect his Nightmare and Silver is quite different from what we find. Yeah, that's that's it. Considering there was elements added like the children which weren't in the original plot yeah. line or a load of other stuff please please let him bring but, out doctor's wife but anyway this will be published early february okay Ooh, this, year. Few weeks. this year this so year so not long to wait then not no. long not long at all my, my birthday's in march you're gonna get five copies now mm. <laughs> any more from any more any more addendums? You have a third. Oh. My third and final addendum. Ooh. Okay. Cubicle 7. Dead. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Cubicle 7's Doctor Who role-playing game. Yep. They have finally, at least in electronic PDF format, mm-hmm. released the 8th Doctor source book. Yep. And it's quite interesting, and I'm reading through it at the moment. It has... The, the film? No, it has, the, it has the movie in there. It does have the movie, and it also does have Night of the Doctor in there. Oh, OK. Oh. So it's the beginning and the end. Anything in the middle there? Time. Anything in the middle? They, like a big finish? Or? That, no, there is no big finish, because they don't have the copyright to oh, big okay. finish. But they have done a 13-part episode season arc that you can... Um, oh. You can okay. have, you can play. So they sort of filled in the background. And filled done, in quite a lot, really. Yeah, there, yeah. It's so, quest for shoes. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. It's a it's a little little campaign of uh, 12, 13 individual stories. <gasps> what I did find interesting is the fact that they have concluded character stats for Chang and Doctor Grace Holloway. Okay. I, I'm just wondering for the various uh, licensing wranglements because yeah. they were owned by Fox. 
Yes. Because even Big Finish don't have access to those characters. No, they've used the actors in different roles. They've used yeah. the actors, yeah. but they don't have access to the characters. No. So I'm just wondering what has gone on behind the scenes there. They must have bunged Fox a few quid. Yeah, well, it's, it's a case of bunged Fox a few quid, or is it the fact that the circulation is so small that Fox... Is not intimidated it, by it. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't maybe, really maybe, yeah. take much notice. More than a couple hundred, so who knows? But. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't read through all the way. I'm slowly reading through yeah. at lunchtime at work, reading through the chapters. Which yeah. episode does his hair change? Uh, I don't know yet. Oh, okay. Reached, that, I haven't that's reached a cliffhanger. that point. It's really adventure of point. the barber. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's something more to flesh out a missing section of the, yeah. the Doctor's history. No, that's good, yeah. Hmm. I'm done. Is there going to be a John Hurt Edition, I, do we think? I don't know. I okay. don't know. This don't is, think I don't so. think so. I think, no, no, no. think John Hurt might be lumped in with the Ninth Doctor. I don't know. Okay. I, They'll get yeah, on like I don't know. I don't mention him at all. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It will spoil up the... Because they've got this groovy little uh, spine artwork that shows all the Doctors with... with oh, the, okay. And I think that was designed before the uh, John the War Doctor came along. They so, started okay. beginning of 2013, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before okay, yeah. anything known of the uh, War Doctor. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they'll have her peering over Eccleston's <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> could be, yeah. Shop. No, going, going. Go on. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been watching... A film. Ooh. Yes. Film. Haven't we just? We, we have. On my uh, <laughs> suggestion that this would be an enjoyable experience. <laughs> I hadn't quite worked out that I not remembering anything of the film was actually probably bad <laughs> suggestion. Yeah. Keith giving me evils now. <laughs> yeah. You're just glad that uh, fake Keith uh, isn't here. Yes. Reading the Facebook mentions on this, <laughs> it seems to have been enjoyed by a lot of... I like it, but your my <laughs> colleagues here seem to have enjoyed it so much more than me. You may be the one defending it, <laughs> <laughs> and it was lost <laughs> in space. If only it was. <laughs> We have, we have to add here, not the brilliant TV series, but the 1998 film version. I know Robbie the Robot in this one. I do have to make a confession here. I do have to make a confession. You burnt the Blu-ray. I stamped on the Blu-ray. You cursed me. Lost in Space was one of those programmes that I used to run home from school to watch. No cars, eh? No cars. It was the TV episodes. Back in the 80s, I believe it was, when Channel 4 started. Ah, yes, Sunday television. They repeated the whole series on on Channel 4. And I have distinct memories of gathering the kids and Karen around me. Sit down, watch this. It's great. It's high drama. It's spectacular special (laughs) effects. It's amazing. And within two minutes, I was there in front of the telly by myself. (laughs) It was good. I'm 
sure it was good. <laughs> You're just Duffy burning. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. I watched it every Sunday, every mm-hmm. weekend at my nan's. We used to watch that. I, I can just about suit. remember watching it more. Well, what was it? Back in the uh, late 60s, early 70s? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think it was the, the problem post. Lost in Space had, it had an iconic robot, which was basically Robbie the robot from. Well, he turned up in it. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they but they, their robot was basic based on yeah, Robbie the robot. Yeah, yeah. It was built by the same people. The original series was tongue in cheek all the way through, yes. a bit slapstick oh, and of its time. And to make the film, you either have to be exactly the same, which would look really camp and naffy in this day and age, yeah. or a bit like the Batman remakes of the rather comical version of the TV series. Yeah. You have to go so dark and serious. Mm, which yeah. they, they tried to they, do, but they, 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 kind of, they kind of tried to have a foot in both camps. That was <laughs> his uh, biggest problem, didn't I, his audience. I yeah, think they were yeah. trying to walk a tightrope with the movie version. I think mm. the problem with the movie version is that the comedy that was in there was terrible. Yeah. I mean, it was all Matt LeBlanc playing Joey Tribbiani. It, it, was, it, was, yeah, it was basically well, yeah. the same character The from only thing that it needed was him going around going, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was the first thing I think he did from leaving Friends. He was still filming Friends. Yeah, yeah. still And it was supposed to launch his career outside his film career. Ended it. Ended it abysmally. What has he done recently? Friends. Just ended Friends. He did a series. Yeah. Episodes he does. Episodes. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's so he it's had, really young in it. Hang, hang, on, hang on, basically, what you're trying to tell me is he had to leave the country. Yeah, to make because episodes is in, is in England. This was filmed in England too. Yeah, no, but he had he, he no long, He had to film the leave America to continue well, his career. Episodes yeah. is filmed in America, but it's a British <laughs> comedy. Yeah, yeah this I, is filmed in Shepton. I always remember from the original series there was one scene with um, Will Robinson, a very young Bill Mooney. Yes, yeah, mm. yes, where the robot is flailing various appendages around. Yeah, is it indeed? <laughs> yeah. Very much so. He had a very close friendship with our young Will Robinson. <laughs> he did, he did. Yes, and he says, "Danger!" Or he has a minefield ahead. Yeah, he trundles between these two rocks. There's this. And he says, that was the minefield. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> I was impressed they got the same guy back to the voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the robot's the same. In fairness, I was impressed with most of the special effects. Mm. They yeah. were good for the time. Really? There was, some of them weren't too bad. Yeah, the, 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 the monkey the, creature was The monkey dreadful. creature was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, the the stuff in the pods over their eyes. Uh, that that didn't quite the the visors, match the, yeah. the moving heads. But all the explosions and the ships. Mm. And the spiders actually in space. The spiders. The renditions of Jupiter 1 and Jupiter 2 mean were very good I mean I wasn't yeah. impressed by those some of those model shots mm-hmm. yeah and there was a lot of the actors and actresses from the original TV series that made Most cameos and guest yeah. appearances yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was mm-hmm. it's it's a good romp I have seen a lot worse yeah. sci-fi yeah. and spin-offs. I've seen a lot better. <laughs> but I think the problem it had was it was appealing to a generation who watched Lost in Space, mm-hmm. but it didn't appeal to that generation. I'll it was you, in some mm. respects too childish to appear to the age Yet grown, they were now. It. Yeah. So the, they had no idea who they were aiming at. The <laughs> big problem with the film was that I couldn't stand the Robinsons and they're the main yeah. people. Yeah. They, they yeah. just yeah. I didn't feel anything for you them. You didn't have sympathy no. for them or empathy or anything no, else. So the best character no. in there was Gary Oldman Smith. Yeah. 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 The, and, and after the, that... Yeah, whenever he was on, I hate to say this, but whenever he wasn't on the screen, it was sadly lacking. You noticed mm. something was different. I'll tell you how mm. I noticed. I could hear you sigh. <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple of moments where you just heard Keith go, 
<laughs> yeah. just, that, that's what I knew no one even mentioned how bad the film was and how much they weren't enjoying it I have to say there were times when actually I had more empathy for the badly CGI little yeah. monkey creature oh, yeah, than I did for yeah. the people we didn't go that far no. <laughs> apart from Gary Oldman it was uh, the, the kid Will Robinson was quite interesting he was meant to be the main mm. character yeah. Really. yeah, yeah. particularly given he had the older version of him too yeah he didn't feel like a main character but he was certainly active very well but I just didn't yeah. think any of the other Robinsons were really any good. I mean, going back to the visual the, effects, I mean, they yeah. well, literally the updating. I mean, I would have to take my hat off to that. I mean, the ways, as I say, the ships are rendered, you know, the crew mm. uniforms and such. I mean, it was such a giant leap from the Baco full spacesuits they were wearing in the original series. <laughs> that was the oh, problem. Yeah. It didn't mm. look studio bound enough. <laughs> <laughs> no. Interestingly, I gather reading on uh, Wikipedia here, uh, Bill Mooney. Uh, was approached to have a cameo. They all were approached yeah. to be in, okay. uh, have a cameo. But he said he'd only do it if he got to play the older Will Robinson. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which would have been an interesting... That, I think that, that would have been a good idea. That and the writer well, was so, okay yeah. by that. He, the only person that seemed to not be was the director. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah. Spoiling it. <laughs> yeah, apparently he was happy to do it. The writer was happy to do it. Um, yeah. But it was only the... I don't know if it's the director or producer who said, no, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. The only other one was the original Dr. Smith. Yeah. Didn't yeah. agree to be in it. Yeah. I assume the original father was probably dead by this point because Major West mm, yeah. Yeah. the mother and mm. the two sisters were yeah. in it the, mm. cameos, yeah. cameos. Sort of cameos in the bank the, mm. that's right yeah. the film itself felt it's two and a bit hours long yeah. oh gosh yeah. did it, longer. didn't it it seemed ten, yeah. to take forever to get going yeah surely a lot of that exposition had, could have been uh, dealt had, with whilst they were in space yeah, yeah, we had a yeah, lot a of bit. establishing yeah. stuff yeah they could yeah. have cut the first half hour out at least and just started with the launch yeah. And then mm-hmm. gone back and discussed yeah. a few family issues. You didn't need to see their home life. No, or, no. or the teacher complaining, you know. No. You didn't really need any of that. Or no. if you did want to do that, you could do it in, in reviews. They're looking at videos yeah. or something. Like anything like that, yeah. yeah. I flashbacks. think um, the plot itself, the whole idea of them... The time travel. Time travel bit mm-hmm. and ca- catching up itself. It wasn't in the series, was it? No, 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 it wasn't in the series, but I thought that was quite a nice twist on it. You know, that was something that made it different from the original TV. Series. The bit of the plot yeah. that I had a problem with was where they. Which ship was it that had the spiders in it? Oh, mm. the Prometheus? Yeah, there didn't seem uh, to be any point sure to that bit, apart well, from Dr. Smith getting infected. They could have just gone past it and not. Well, that's supposed it. to be the rescue ship coming to find them, mm. them yeah. in the future. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Oh, right. It was okay. meant to it's establish the sort of. But yeah, time time dilation, timey wimey to Nick uh, from somebody okay. else. Yeah, it's it was an, an Earth ship from the future. Well, actually, okay. it wasn't. It was an Earth ship from its present. They'd moved into the future. Yeah. I couldn't hear over Keith sighing. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so sorry. You, you, you know West... you're not. <laughs> Major West Collie. Collie, yeah. Was who an was... older version. I saw yeah. the older version. Yeah. I remember who seeing saw, the, the, saw uh, the message, yeah. Beginning. Yeah. The, the, yeah. 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 I've just got visions of everyone sort of sitting there watching the DVD and there's real Keith sort of sitting there sort of pouting heartily. One minute I did have a fork that I was jamming into my oh, leg. Right. The and fake Keith was just using me as a poof looking at the wrong. The wrong direction. <laughs> 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 101 comments there. <laughs> I tried to buy her off with cake. But it didn't work. Didn't work. I did get the feeling that there was a strong hope of a film series. Story. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, either TV or follow up. Because yeah, yeah. it did finish in such a way that you really had the feeling that, you know, there would be a second. Ex- yeah. Instalment, or that there would be a TV spin off from you this. Kind of imagine if it went well. they start doing what they did in the TV series and visit 
world yeah that's get it. trapped yeah. on the planet mm. for a bit back to the sort of forbidden planet stuff that the original series is based on yeah 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 because uh, when when the film started going i was just like come on get lost <laughs> be lost <laughs> yeah. that's all i wanted i think that was the problem they didn't get lost in space they got lost in, in time, time but they did. didn't get lost in not space. really no yeah uh, true they missed the point uh, I, I say i i did enjoy it i've seen it a few times before mm-hmm. and it's one of those what I call a, a rainy Saturday afternoon films when there's nothing else much and you're feeling them. suicidal ready yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have say, I mean I just give you Thunderbirds you know yeah. it's so much better no, but this, this is it when I first saw it I quite enjoyed it but when I first saw it I watched it on telly or whatever it was on one of, mm-hmm. and I went in with very low expectations because I had read all the reviews yeah. and I was Quite surprised and enjoyed enjoyed it. Yeah. Rewatching it yeah. now. I know. What is with that? Everyone enjoyed it the first time yeah. round and then hated it. Well, this, this, this is it. I, I went in with low expectations. Since then, I can't remember how long it is. It's got to have been a good five years since I've seen it. Since then, I forgot those low. It expectations. was fifteen years <laughs> since I'd seen it. I must have bl- and I just blocked the whole thing out. Yeah. I remember the yeah, monkey, I but I didn't really. I mean, what was the point of the monkey? What, I don't what was it there for? It was the, 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 the TV the, series. It, there was. Yeah. There was. <laughs> if I remember rightly, there was a monkey with uh, wearing a wig with antennae on yeah. it yeah, in it the TV series. Yeah. But, but it was all CGI so it must have cost something and it, it yeah. just wasn't integral to the plot this, at all. This is the point. It, no. it, was, it was all CGI but looking at it, it look, as you were commenting, it looked like one of the Animatic. placeholder yeah. animat- animatics. Yeah, it, yeah. it needed a final render. It needed a final... I, I'm just I gather they ran out of time. The, yeah, the original the, plan was they actually had animatronic yeah. one on set but it was too noisy, too clunky, too didn't chameleon. look real. Yeah. <laughs> So they ended up having to try to replace it at the last minute with CGI and oh, didn't, uh, didn't get time. I would say with this is all of us have seen the original series. Yep. So, okay, you could say our opinions are slightly tainted because we're comparing this with something else. Mm-hmm. Comparing except it with for, memories. never a great fan of the original. No, it? except for when you read most of the ratings, it's only getting five out of ten. Even by people who haven't got preconceived ideas or something yeah. else yeah. to compare it with, it's still not exactly hitting at, at big, that, no. big at that length no. that film was. They could have done something different. They could have done like when uh, Doctor Who came back in 2005, yeah. Rose and the End of the World could almost be one story together. Mm. Yeah. You know, they sort of link into each other. They could have done something like that, where they just got lost in the first episode and then went somewhere in the second yeah. episode. Mm. Oh, yeah, they could, some things they could have done with it. Yeah. So they, they just seemed to try to put too many elements in. It was all too muddled. Yeah. And it just yeah. was time travel stuff. Out. And apparently the ending was butchered. There are meant to be multiple futures. It's, you have a few years in the future, then oh, you have right. the final, right. what, 15 years or whatever it's meant yeah. to be yeah. that we finally see. But so there are meant to be different time zones they were going through. Yeah. That was all cut out. That, that's a good idea, but it's still not lost in space. No, it's lost in time. Well, my general consensus would be yes, it's worth watching if you have nothing else to watch. <laughs> <laughs> watch it just for Gary Oldman. That's my yeah. advice. Yeah. Ignore yeah. everything else. Yeah. Fast forward through the bits he's not. In. They should have had a bit more of him, really. Yeah, yeah. Mm. If you just sort of search through the dialogue and just go for special effects, watch it that way, maybe. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you won't miss much. It's a good film for a rainy afternoon if you've got nothing to do, but don't expect too much of it. If, if you anyone recommends it to you, kill him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. If or you have absolutely be, be nothing savagely. to do, yeah. The only option is sort of cleaning out the drains. Watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you have a new game. Woo! Game time! Game time! It's 
called Grab My Sonic. Woohoo, <laughs> 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 Get it out. And we have a Sonic okay. screwdriver here. I'm going to cover my face, and the rest of the group have got to pass it amongst themselves, and I've got to guess who got it. Okay. 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 Okay, we ready? Yeah. Yes. I'm covering my face now. Okay. Right, okay. start passing the Sonic. Over here, over here, stop. Okay, right. Uh, no, 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 to you, G, to you. Oh, chuck it to me, G. I name oh. Scott. Do you have the Sonic? No. Okay, one more time then, one more time. Okay, ready? Who wants it? Hurry! Hey! No. Quite hard to hear. Oh, I named Gene. Only because I'm sitting beside you. <laughs> All right, one, one last go then. One All last. Right. All right, best okay. of three then. Best of three. Kelly, hop, 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 hop. Hey, I got it. Hey, 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 hey. hey. how do you? You can drop it in the urn of Grunhild's knobnacker there. What do you do? <laughs> drop it in her what? In her ashes. <laughs> mm. Okay, ready? I've got it. Huh? Is it still there though? Oh, uh, I, I named it Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right or wrong? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah right. I see it there. Just sound like one of the witches who I name you. <laughs> I curse thee. <laughs> there you go. Maybe you can try it at home. Yes. Yes. Hours. That was a fun. I was playing with your son. Well, minutes, actually. But <laughs> I wish I'd known about this on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. Anyway, dear listeners, speaking of sonic screwdrivers, we've been watching a programme that features them rather heavily. Well, it didn't, did uh, it? Well, not really. Yeah, They hadn't ah. been invented yet. But it did have a fast return switch. Mm. Well, that bloody and a fast return switch. <laughs> <laughs> Although it wasn't very fast, was it? No. Well, the spoon had gone spong. Well, it did have the sonic screwdriver in it, only it hadn't actually become a sonic you, screwdriver. You, you used the light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get to the opening credits. Uh, okay. We've been watching <laughs> Brink of Disaster. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. I beg your pardon. <laughs> oh, it's like a jelly. Well, is it the brink of disaster or the edge of destruction? And what was the other one? The third there episode. Was another one, wasn't there was there? a third episode. I can't remember what it is. Right. Edge, edge of tomorrow? No. Yeah. <laughs> for, for those for those of our listeners who have only ever encountered the colourised version of Doctor Who. Colourised. Do you mean just colour in general? Yeah. <laughs> Technicolour. Yeah. To the colourised capaldi. The edge of destruction is the third story. Ever. Ever. Yes. For your <laughs> like information, from the beginning dear listeners, this podcast is being broadcast in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> it is two episodes that would long. So much. And it was meant to be the final story ever. And it was meant to be the yeah. final story. And it is entirely set on the TARDIS yes. with only the four main crew characters. And a massive overspending on the previous episodes. Yeah, hence why well, it's yeah. got the four main characters yeah. on the TARDIS. <laughs> it's the only story that's ever done it. And two it's yeah, yeah, basically on Who, it's the only story that they've ever done a bottle show. Yeah. yeah. Journey to the end of the times. So it starts with them all taking off from Scarlet. Off the, clothes. Uh, yep. the TARDIS kind of shivers and shakes and they all the end up The cameraman shivers and shakes. shakes. The BBC turns some lights on. There's yeah. a whiteout. And... There's a whiteout and they all wake up from being unconscious. Mm. Yes, and then mm. things go a little bit weird. Because <laughs> they a all seem pear-shaped. high as kites. Yep. yep. <laughs> Susan conveniently falls asleep on the console standing up. That's 
got to yep. be difficult. Ian yeah. luckily lands in a chair. Ian, he <laughs> slips into Sinclair mode, he does. <laughs> he does. Barbara lands on her hair, so she's okay. <laughs> the doctor lands on the floor, mm. bashing his balls. Yes, he does. So he doesn't oh, actually like seem to hit his head at all. No. I mean, that's no. it. when everybody recovers, you know, sort of Barbara's the first to recover. I mean, she sees the doctor lying there, but just, just walks past him. Yes. Yeah. Well, her it's, hair is in disarray. I mean, she's the got the big furniture. problems. Yeah. Well, she doesn't know. They all, they all kind of like wake up not quite knowing who mm. each other is. No. And it's almost yeah. like it takes a while for them all yeah, to I'm not, remember. I'm, it's not, not very quite. It's, it's, yeah, it's not the, quite a memory wipe. It's, it's like a concussion. Just, yeah. It's like they're all concussed. They're all slightly jarred. And a bit electrocuted. Only a little bit. Singed around the edges. That explains Barbara's hair, that does. It does indeed. Susan's got a neck ache about four times in the first episode. She's very vocal with her neck. I'm going to try the controls. Yeah, she screams each time. I have to say, it was really kind of like, we want you to whine as much as you can, Caroline. We want you to just scream, yeah. Frequently, and she turns out to be the baddie as well, doesn't oh, she? Yeah. With her she, scissors, I yeah. have to say, oh, she does nice. wonderfully. Does she run with them? No, she, <laughs> to, she doesn't turn them upside cutting. down. The, the thing I like about this episode is that you've you've only just started to get them travelling together. Yeah, and so they still haven't quite. I mean, last time the doctor broke the fluid link to yeah, they, had so they, the they don't trust the doctor. Barbara and Ian don't trust the doctor. The doctor and Susan don't quite trust the humans. They've sort of been thrown together. Together, and because of whatever's happened, and it doesn't tell you in the story, but because of the acting in his relation into relationship, it's obviously psychologically unbalanced them as well yep. as the ship. I loved the darker tones that came out through the Doctor and Susan, a very much more alien, yep. not yeah. being in this world. <laughs> the Doctor, at one point, is literally prepared to throw yeah. Ian off the ship, You're even not in the, mid-flight. He, he, yeah, he's That's very it. much in the middle of the anti-hero realm. Oh at this yes, point. I mean, all it's in a, all, I mean, I found both the episodes. Found very very claustrophobic yes. it's mm. it's something most people seem to or quite a few people seem to have complained about Capaldi's portrayal of the Doctor as being very angry very very anti they want to watch this but, one yeah, that, that's, they yeah. need to need to go back to the roots this is where it all starts to change really by yeah. the this end is it. This, yeah. is it. this is their bonding their team bonding mm. experience yeah. here and did they actually press the fast return switch yes. at the end of the yes. Daleks I yes. don't really know. We it's, didn't see it. We oh, did, okay. Because that is written in later. because the fact where is, were they going? Faster is the the Earth. initial yeah trying to go back through the programs to Earth. Wouldn't that, they end up back in the prehistoric Earth? Well, you'd go back to prehistoric done, Earth, and then you go back to yeah. 1960s Earth because it would have gone back through the pre-programmed flights, which is what it so did. Would you end up in Gallifrey then? Not any of time. Well, well it, I did. It would have stopped at each point, and they'd have had. Oh, I'm assuming you press it and then you go back and you press it again. Remember what the doctor said? We have a bank of computers. <laughs> Say that again. Computers. Yeah. <laughs> to me, the episode. I mean, apart from being very claustrophobic, it also had the elements of a nightmare almost. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And the, the mm-hmm. doctor deliberately drugging everyone, so that, oh, that yes. that's what yes, induces yes, Ian's. Ian's already come round from one weird state in episode one. They're all very paranoid. There was one scene that made me laugh unintentionally. Is where they all turn around, and look at the uh, clock on the pedestal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, and yeah. I just hear the music start it's like some deranged sitar player is going to start going 
<laughs> and worst of all, the clock has broken. By the way, everyone's screaming at it, but yeah. the, the the footage you can't quite tell. The footage is quite you can't grainy. Tell yeah. that the numbers of the clock face have all started no. running and yeah. melting, yeah. and no. you can just about see it on the watches. Yeah, mm. but when I watched it on VHS, and these poor people watching it in the sixties on transmission, yeah, they probably wouldn't have TVs. got that, yeah. would no. they? I mean, that's it. The episodes gave the impression of you know, sort of coming down from a very bad drug trip. Mm. Yeah, indeed. And th- th- some of the logic that pops up later on as well, like the food machine, you ask for water and it's just <laughs> empty and it gives you water. That's the TARDIS telling you mm. there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and it took time away from them by melting the clocks, but then gave it back to them because time was the, running the, out. The, yeah. alert, the alert light kept yeah. flashing every mm. 15 the, minutes. The yeah. one thing I did like about this, as I say, this is only the third episode on. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot in the series that hasn't that we now accept as canon yeah. that hadn't been established then. In this one, the Doctor only has one heart. Yeah. Well, and it, uh, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Chesterton can only find there, one. Uh, yeah, there's been various theories that yeah. have popped up over the I, years. I reckon he just, just put his hand down and he felt a thump and it was well, the right one. Well, one, yeah, one is that the, the Doctor hadn't regenerated, so the first body only has one heart. And yeah. suffers mm, from radiation yeah. sickness. Yes, yeah. and there's, a, yeah. there's another theory that, again, the role-playing game, Cubicle 7, when they did the source book for this thing, oh, yeah, Doctor, yeah. they introduced a faulty heart valve that gets yeah. stuck whenever the Doctor is stressed or in, in desperate situations. Hence, Hartnell's keep falling unconscious and disappearing for large episodes at a time. <laughs> it's because he's fallen unconscious due to his faulty heart valve. Or yeah. it could be that Ian Cheston isn't medically trained. Oh, yeah, it's a heartbeat. Yeah. It's, it's a heartbeat. He's just a scientist. Back off, man. This, I'm a this, is, this is the third episode. We have no sonic screwdriver. We don't know if the Doctor's got two hearts, but we've established two things that are going to stick through the entire programme. Yes. One, that the TARDIS is a police box, and two, that the TARDIS is a living thing. It's yeah. more than mm. just a machine. This, yeah. Is, yeah. this is the time, that whole idea of the TARDIS actually it's being a living, semi-sentient yeah. thing in its own right is introduced. Yeah. Mm. Did you see the nice little bit with Ian Chesterton mucking around with the TARDIS doors? Yes. Which was mm, sort of yeah. used in the Peter Cushing yeah. film with mm. Roy yeah, Castle the trying to get into the Dalek City. city. It also oh, establishes yeah. where the heart of the yeah. TARDIS is. It yeah, does, under the, under the central column, yeah. yes. I just thought I'd state mm. that for everyone. <laughs> yes, and uh, the vending machine, that was another thing that stuck in my mind. As I say, just whoop, a, whoop, yeah, milk, water, and that was pretty much it. Eggs and bacon <laughs> in a chocolate bar. So What's the sell second, tip, though? Yeah. Ah. It was the <laughs> second <laughs> time it was seen, wasn't it? Because yeah. I think it was seen in, in the Daleks. Daleks previously. I mean, yeah. I was just waiting for it to say, share and enjoy. <laughs> share and enjoy. <laughs> what did you think of the beds? Terrible. It's a TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside than the outside, but we're going to give you Shed rooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the rooms. Fold out beds. Oh. A nice la- chaise long for the doctor, and then yeah. a terrible little rickety sort of table in the front of it. Yeah, the yeah. little mm. tiny little Small table. Thing. Yeah, with their black night shirts. Yeah, was, oh, yeah. Is, is that is that Gallifrey and Jim Jams? I don't know, but Chester didn't, didn't get anything. No, no, no he, he, got a, he got a silk a kimono. Did you see the amount of thigh? Oh, yeah. When he fell over, there was also some eye front. You had this little bit of underwear. His underwear. It reminds me of that scene in Curse of Fenric with Ace, the fight with the Hemovores. Not quite as good. I was expecting some pokey out 
delicious and warm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was displaying for Barbara. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't afford proper underwear. They'd blown mm. the budget. Yeah. I mean, Susan looked like she was wearing hers back to front. I mean, it's all, she, she, you know, well, they were They were yeah. sewn together blankets or curtains. <laughs> yeah. no, I think the character of Susan in this, it was some really interesting act, acting from Caroline Ford, who spent most <laughs> of the time twisting the rank. No, no, the bits where she's playing the evil. Old psycho mm. Susan. Psycho yeah. Susan. Yeah. It showed that she actually is an actress, not just someone that can go around going, yeah. and twisted her ankle. It, yeah. it was actually much, much darker and more menacing. Well, she actually was how she is in real life. Indeed. Well, she well, always says way, it was totally different to yeah. how she yeah. played her, normally. You had her haunting the background of a couple of scenes. Oh, yeah. So she didn't actually have any words to say. She was just observing what was going on. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It, there was two bits I really did like. One of them is that big speech in the middle of episode Oh, yeah, the, the conglomeration about, of the planets yeah, from Hartnell. The, the end and the birth and yeah. destruction of stars. And the yeah, the, we, we'll teach you bits, teach yeah. you something bit. But the mm. best bit is actually where he does the Capaldi old man dance in the <laughs> oh, just, with the hands. Yes, starts twitching just, away just before uh, Ian but, grabs it. I've drugged everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few biddy fluffs in there as well. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, it, it, I actually quite like them because in reality, people well, this, don't yeah, say everything true. right. Oh, Again, I, I know, I know. Towards the end of his uh, role, they they were genuine, yeah. but I, I wonder if they were actually genuine or part of the actor to begin with. Because mm, what is it? Yeah. Um, Saint Bartholomew's Eve, when he played the Abbot of Ambrose, was yeah. all word perfect no fluffs mm. at all he That's could go true. through an episode and not fluff anything yeah. yeah so it may well be that that character that time he's having to get it right yeah, yeah. Well, there was I think it was actually the Daleks where he gets in Chesterton's name wrong and he says come on Chesterfield is there anything I can Chesterman, do for you yeah. and then Chesterton <laughs> says yes get my Chesterman. name wrong yeah. <laughs> I think that was scripted wasn't it yeah, yeah. this is also but I wonder if that MDK what they, they then played well, it, upon it, it, it's, yeah. again it's something that you notice that it's it's always uh, Stephen, Barbara, uh, Susan, Vicky, but it's always Chesterfield, Chatterfield, or Chatterton. Yeah, it's never it? Ian. Charterhouse in this one. Yeah, yeah, but it's never, it's never Ian. He calls everyone else by their first name except for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. it was actually became a bit of an in joke. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah, but no, I, I, I have to say, although you know, it is, it is of its time, and you can't compare it to directing and acting and production standards to now. Mm. But even of its time, as you say it's very claustrophobic it's mm. very dark it's very mm. interesting in terms of development of the character and seeing the doctor go yeah. from the very alien to the doctor we start to know now yeah because mm. he's very and, pally with uh, barbara towards the end yeah, yeah. And, and, you can and, tell she's just exhausted with him by the oh, end yeah. of this story <laughs> and the fact there is absolutely yeah. no other doctor who story like they've tried to do it a bit with things like to the center of the tardis yeah, yeah, and even others but there's no other story even like so with, no. with with heart of the tardis they had sets specifically built for that episode yeah. this yeah. is a bottle show it uses only the standing sets yeah. and nothing else only the and regulars too and yeah. there's no one else in it the yeah. only other person in that is the TARDIS yeah, yeah. On the back of that, though, I would recommend the Nigel Robinson uh, adaptation. Oh, God, book, yes. Especially the audio book, because that is really It, spooky, it, it so. expands on it, and you see the, the engine rooms and do, the, yes. the, the, la- the labs in, yeah. in the book. The it becomes that more come frightening and, and claustrophobic, yes. doesn't yeah. it, with oh, the, the minds playing tricks on them. Yeah, and it also explains why they're, they're not quite with it in the, the beginning of the story as oh, well. Right. So, uh, so they're they not on drugs. At the, uh, the explosion, mainly, but also the, the book, the 
audiobook starts with them all having flashbacks to Coal Hill School, really. Oh, right. Mm. So, they so they're, they're all Hill. thinking about, yeah. like, the console just looks like another table in, in the science. So that's yeah. why they all seem a bit kind of like, yeah. where yeah. I Which am is I disjointed? Why in the, the actual televised version, Ian's talking as if they're at the school. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're working late, Miss Wright. Yeah. yeah. You know. So it's it's all uh, gone into quite a bit. So uh, I recommend that. That's been quite something back in '63. Is it '63? It was '63. Considering it's a, initially uh, a kids show at this February. point, yeah. You know yeah. that is quite a heavy story to have on for kids, and it's yeah. probably scarier mm. without the Daleks. Yeah, five thirty or whatever time it went out on a Saturday, five yeah. fifteen. Must have been complaints, I would have thought. Mm. Especially, mm. you know, you definitely so, can't yeah. trust the Doctor. There definitely was complaints because the scissors. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, because it was quite. Yeah. When she decides not to... St- it was quite a vicious when, when attack she, on the couch. Yeah, yeah. What did that couch actually do to her? I she know. killed her bed, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stabbed yeah. her to death. And they it, were very lethal scissors. Yes, they, they were, were li- they, they were proper cunt. They were, lot, they were dressmaking. Yeah. Yeah. They were dressmaking scissors. Yeah, yeah. About good. Mm. Couldn't do it on New Who, don't no. they? No. no. They can't have knives in New Who, for example. No, because no. they had that that thing with Paradise Towers, didn't they? They weren't. They had to use a poker rather than a knife for a lot of the scenes. Yeah. The old ladies were threatening Mel. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like to go back to the black and whites, if you're someone that's sort of like, you know, you're a colour who fan, so to speak, this is worth watching because it's only two episodes long. So it's yeah, 50 yeah, minutes yeah, of your life. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a one, it's a so, one story. Um, and this is where it changes and it, everything. And this is, mm. yeah, this is one of those pivotal stories where it all changes. Yeah. And it is a very interesting piece of drama. Mm. Mm. I'm not sure it's quite as successful as the first episode, which really does stand the test of time. Blows you away, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, child, unearthly child. Yeah. But this isn't far off it. No. No. So you compared to some of the uh, later yeah you're not going to find a story like Edge of Destruction oh no I mean as I say by way of summing up it's very dark very claustrophobic Mm. the way some of the characters were acting they were coming down from a very bad dream or a very (laughs) bad drug trip yes they're paranoid they're irritable with each other and they viewed each other as the enemy Mm. well you've just summed up sagging stories haven't you I think if memory serves both episodes have different directors as well they do yeah that's interesting yeah Yeah. you don't really notice the story that much Richard no. Martin and then Frank Cox. Okay. Mm. Richard Martin did all the Dalek stories. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And now, dear listeners, you've been writing to us. Oh, thank, thank, you. You. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, especially thank you. Yes, it's more typing at us, but... Um... Yeah, but thank you anyway. Thank you, thank you. Mm. Oh, yeah, oh, thank uh, you. Yes. Are you going to thank, thank every you. word? If, Keith! If I can. Keith! So, Keith. Yep. Shh. We have here, for your, for your delight and delectation, the thoughts of Chairman Sandro. <laughs> thank you. He says, hello, staggerers. Hello, hello Sandro! Congratulations on 202 episodes. Weird number, but okay. <laughs> it really is a superhuman feat that you guys have pulled off. No, actually, they're my own. Ah. So size 8. Stop wearing my feet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's the kneecaps you've got to worry about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just think about how many hours mm-hmm. you've put into this recording and editing. <laughs> oh, don't cry. I didn't mean it in that way. <laughs> well, one of us is certainly breaking down at the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, after that failed attempt at a joke, I should point out that the episode of an improbable podcast that features your very own Adam J. Purcell isn't out at the time of writing. Oh. Oh. It is, actually, it is now. It is now. It's out now. It's out at the time of reading. Yes. If you don't get enough Adam J. Purcell, you'll <laughs> the improbable podcast. <laughs> he's not just ad- any old Adam J. Purcell, he's staggering stories, stories Adam, Adam J. Purcell. Second-hand goods, available from improbable podcasts. 
podcast now. <laughs> yes. blah, blah, blah. Straight after recording the podcast, I went away for quite a while. Oh, yeah. I too. Was it that bad? <laughs> I only just got back last week and have been editing podcasts ever since. Oh, no, I know poor that. lad. <laughs> it should be out by the time this episode comes out, so it I'll is. send Adam a link for the show notes. Yes, oh, right. If it isn't, expect it very soon. Dun, dun, dun. In terms of podcasts, however, I did do a live show with recent Australian comedian Bob Lloyd in December. Ooh. Ooh. The recording of that will be coming out a week after the AIP special is out on the same feed. Okay, so around about the time yep. this actually comes out. Yeah. Yeah. My comedy radio programme and cut-down podcast version is also starting back up again on the 1st of February, mm. and the original podcast that the radio show was picked up from returns in April. Gotta love those plugs. Yeah. Oh, no, they like, like some good plugs. Three pin or just two pin? <laughs> what are your Round plugs plus? like over there? Maybe. Anyway, moving on to predictions. I did send in my predictions for 2014 last uh-huh. year. Ah. So I think it's time to see if they came true or not. Ooh, good idea. The yeah. anticipation. Yeah, yeah. Let's forget about Anticip- the ones people send in. Number one, Peter Jackson will announce that The Hobbits, there and back again, will be split up into three more films. (laughs) This is false. In fact, Battle of the Five five Armies, as it's known now, is the shortest film in that franchise to date. Oh, Oh, okay. Two, Jenna Louise Coleman, or Jenna Coleman now, will stay Mm. on after Series 8 and go on the longest New Who companion so far. Oh, yeah, apparently. That's true. However, not sure about the longest companion. It depends on whether they do 12 or 13 episodes this year. If only 12, she's probably got the same number as Gillen. Oh, really? Yep. Mm. Number three, then. Guardians of the Galaxy with the best sci-fi movie of the year. <laughs> yep. Oh yes, this very much did happen. Some would say that Interstellar was, by the terms of box office reviews, but I'd say that Guardians took the top spot. I have to agree, because yes. I didn't see Interstellar. Four, Arrow will be renewed for third season. True. True. Flash will become a huge success. True. And DC will cash in and make a movie crossing over the two programmes. False. They so haven't, far. They haven't made a movie <laughs> so far, but there's been a couple of crossover episodes. No, oh, okay, yeah. Where Flash has turned up in Arrow and mm. vice mm. versa. George R. R. Martin. Excuse me? You missed something? Oh, what? What did I move? Five. Five. Okay. <laughs> George R. R. <laughs> say five. Five. <laughs> George R. R. Martin will release the sixth Ice and Fire novel and follow that up with an announcement that he can't fit in all of the remaining story into one more book, meaning that there will be an eighth novel meaning that Game of Thrones will put on, be put on hiatus after season eight while they wait for him to write it. But then he will die halfway through and a really, really bad author will finish it up and the fans will get very angry. <laughs> Did you really say that? Yep. Finishing <laughs> up the television programme never getting completed. Mm-hmm. However, Dark Horse will make a graphic novel, but that gets hacked halfway through, <laughs> so never mind. Does this even require an answer? Of course, it's true! I mean, false. It's a long one there, Sandra. <laughs> Number six. Atlantis will be renewed for a third season after the second being such a hit and getting everything historically correct. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I've stopped watching that show. Seven. It, it is actually quite good this season. It's mm, better yes, it than is. the first yes. season, oh, yeah. even if the hero keeps his shirt on most of the time. <laughs> oh. I predict it will be renewed for a, th- you know, for a third season. I think it season. will be. Mm. It probably will, but... Uh, Seven. Mm. Gotham will not be very good. Oh. Oh. Completely and utterly false. Yeah. One of the best shows at the moment. Yep. Everyone should watch it. Yeah, it is very good. Mm-hmm. Number eight, the Tomorrow People will be cancelled. Unfortunately, true. <laughs> yep. While it did get much better by the end, the 1.3 million ratings were no way near good enough for a second season. Mm. Yeah. Nine. 
nine, the amazing Spider-Man 2 will have one too many villains mm-hmm. and go down the road of the original films. Personally, I would say false. I felt like there was one main villain, one growing villain and one side villain <laughs> for the ending scene. That's true. That, although we all know Sony's the main bad guy of this mm. franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 10. Stephen Moffat will announce that he is going to leave in 2015 after season 9. He did not say anything of the sort last year, although it may happen. Mm. I have seen an unsubstantiated rumour. Go on. Mm. Well, that he will be, he will stay for the last uh, season 9, but will be leaving in season 10. Season 9 will be his last season. However, the person who wrote that said this is... is unsubstantiated yeah did gene start this rumor no, no it wasn't gene it wasn't gene <laughs> stop praying gene <laughs> uh, someone said to me this is a sidebar someone said to me it took 20 years to get jnt it's our second bloody producer when we get jnt <laughs> you won't get him out with a crowbar sorry anyway carry on <laughs> number 11 tom baker will show up in season eight Sadly, this did not happen. No. Uh, no. Oh. no. But Matt Smith did, so he, yeah. got, he got another doctor. Twice if you include yeah. a flashback. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. That's true. Now, I did have predictions for 2015, but I'll send them in in another email in about an hour. Oh. So I still oh. have to think some of them up. <laughs> so keep listening. Mm-hmm. This will also give the person currently reading this email a break and let somebody else do the hard work. You see, I'm just doing my part to provide a safer podcasting community. Sandra. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Sandra. 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 Well, if we've got to wait an hour for Sandra's, anyone fancy a cup of tea? Yeah, we'll oh, just yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, there's an hour of silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, why not? Cup of tea. Okay, yep. Pad out an episode. Do, 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 do. One Ooh. hour later. Ooh. What wonderful tea that was. Uh, <laughs> on, you did perfect laps on Souchon. And those biscuits as well. Oh, the biscuits melt in your mouth. They're glorious. Well, Adam baked them fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah, they delicious. So a unique taste you had there. That's the lack of gluten. Yeah. Oh. A bit of tea bag. Ah, you replace right, okay. the gluten with wallpaper paste and they ah, stick together just I as well. Wonder, does it make you regular, though? <laughs> Maybe. We seem to have received an email from Sandro. Oh, hello, Sandro. Once again, greetings, staggerers. And a hello to whomever is reading me now. I liked the other person better. <laughs> I guess you'll do all right. <laughs> Here are my predictions for 2015. I've mixed up hopes and fears together. Okay, Ooh, up. One, a live action Star Wars television series will be announced. Ooh, okay. Possible. Maybe. Two said live action Star Wars series will be based around the Knights of the Old Republic. Mm. Three Star Wars Episode Seven will be, be will be the best Star Wars film to date. We can hope. That's a bold claim. Yeah. Four Marvel's Agent Carter will be renewed for a second season. Mm. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the Hopefully. first season. The first two are out of yes. them. Yes, yeah. they're rather good. I've seen a couple of clips, but I haven't actually seen them. Ah, I have. They're good. Uh, five. Marvel's Daredevil will break all Netflix records and become the most watched and best viewed original program they've ever created. Maybe. Six. Avengers Age of Ultron will break the box office. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Until the next big movie Mm. comes out. Jurassic World. Adam, you did it again. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Seven. Jurassic World will also break the box office, but. Not as much as the Avengers. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Number eight. Ant-Man will become the most underrated film of the year. <laughs> what? 
We were just slagging this off at work. Uh, really? <laughs> I haven't even heard of this one. Oh, yeah, I have. It's about a man who's an ant. Have you have you seen the poster for it? No. It's a no. big white poster with bold Ant Man, and right at the centre, you've got this really, really so tiny. This is nineteen fifties. Anyway, sorry, I did interrupt. I do apologise. While it may be good, people won't go to see it. Probably because they spent all their money going to see Avengers over and over. <laughs> Too small to see it. Maybe. Nine, Terminator Genesis will become the second best film of the year. Next to Avengers, of course. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ten, people will be surprised when the Fantastic Four reboot comes out and is actually good. Uh, not as good as Avengers. <laughs> I think we would be surprised yeah. if it was actually good. Eleven, Ted 2 will be one of the biggest flops of the year. Mm, I doubt that, but we'll see. Twelve. The Wachansky siblings, Wachowski. New, sorry, Wachansky siblings, new Netflix series Sense Eight, starring Freema Adjaman, will be the best American sci-fi television-ish program of the year. Oh. Don't, don't believe it. Mm. Hope so. JMS is involved in that one. Mm. Number thirteen. Arrow and Flash will gain another spin-off series, mm. which will then follow with an announcement that the channel they air on, the CW, is going to be renamed DCTV. <laughs> <laughs> 14. Sleepy Hollow will get cancelled. Yeah, Aww. I suspect that might happen. Uh, really? 15. Gotham will continue to be one of the best shows on TV, but then Fox cancel it. Yep, that sounds <laughs> about sounds right. Yeah, right. Yeah. 16. Netflix will pick up Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> 17. Ah, Tom Baker will show up in season nine. His corpse? He hasn't died! (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Number 18. The 10-year anniversary of New Who special will show the finding, or at least a glimpse of, Gallifrey. Yes. 19. Peter Jackson will announce that he's directing an episode in season 10. (laughs) I know he wants to. Yes, Yes, he does. We have time now, who knows? Mm -hmm. 20. Peter Capaldi will announce he is leaving Doctor after season 10. What? And the role of the Doctor he passed over to Clara, and the show forever be called Doctor You What, Mate. (laughs) (laughs) 21. George R. R. Martin will die. <laughs> to death. <laughs> is this before or after finishing the books? <laughs> Probably before. Has to be before. Okay, okay. Some of them I obviously hope don't happen, but I think will anyway, like Sleepy Hollow. Mm. It's really gone downhill, and I think cancellation is imminent. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> anyway, hope you guys have a great recording session, and I'll hear you again on Sunday morning. Farewell. Sandro. Thank you. Thank you, Sandro. Thank you. Oh, by the way, Sunday, get up. (laughs) Let me go to about 11 a.m. It'll be about 9 p.m. for them. Oh, okay then. Go to bed. Good night, Sandro. Good night, Sandro. Heaven's sake, you've got stuff to do tomorrow. Yes. Thank you, sir, for your feedback. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sandro. Yes. Thank you, one and all. Nothing. Another hour's silence and cup of tea, then. Why not? Yep, sounds good. Fancy those cheesy biscuits next time. Okay, I'll see what we can do. Bit of cheesy. Yeah. It ain't easy being cheesy. Custard creams. Oh, you can like do what you want creams. to your custard creams. <laughs> <laughs> um, bef- before we say ta-ta and all the rest of it, um, we forgot we forgot one addendum. Well, it's a bit of a news, really. Pause for fanfare. Yes, in that Doctor Who's gone up in the world. Ish. <laughs> Sheridan Smith. <laughs> who, if you haven't listened to Big Finish, will mean nothing to you. Plays the Eight Doctor's companion, Lucy Miller. Absolutely Mm. wonderful. Got an 
OBE. Old battered and edible. Old battered and edible. Old or out, of bo- out of body experience. Oh, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Order, Order of the British Empire. Or oh bloody hell. <laughs> is it a, a lordship or knighthood? Or I think it's sir. I think, yes, yes. it's sir. And, and we now have to say Sir Doctor. Hmm. Sir Doctor? Sir War Doctor. Sir War Doctor. Ooh, yes. Ooh, John, Hurt John Hurt has got a knighthood. I, I, I would like to point out that actually the head of Pertwee is sulking. That's why he's sat in the corner and not spoken throughout the whole of the podcast. He's never got a knighthood, did he? No. Well, well, well look what happened when they tried to give him the knighthood. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. shoulders, so yeah, they can't... Mm. Yeah, I think that's what happened, wasn't him. it? Yeah. They tried to give him a knighthood and, and it all went terribly wrong. Yeah. We're so sorry, head of Pertwee. Maybe Hello. just greet him just to... Yes, I suppose we should. Hello, Yeah, Yeah, this is our first doctor to get yes. a knighthood. Mm. Yeah. Yes, because technically I... Ian Chesterton is Sir Ian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true, yes. yeah, yeah, true. Did he get a knighthood then? I... Sir Ian Chesterton Yes, did, in, in not... uh, The Lionheart. Oh, but not, not the oh. actor. Yeah. Oh. And I, the I doctor believe... did too, didn't he, in Tooth and Claw? He did, yeah. yes. I believe there is an online petition for a certain Tom Baker. He really should do, shouldn't he? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Before he what dies. What for? Service, service, him and Mick Whiteman, services to the British period. And then we can have the third and fourth Doctor's heads here. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. Tom Baker and Mick Whiteman died years ago. Unfortunately, I pickled themselves on the inside. <laughs> Nobody's told them. I've had my photo taken with John Hurd. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have. You yeah. With Adam Pertwee. He looked rather yeah. bemused about it. They all look rather How bemused did John Hurt look about it? The only two that haven't <laughs> have been um, Peter Davison mm. and David Tennant. Yeah. And David Tennant looked... Re- well, actually, David Tennant was thrilled, because when he saw yeah. it, he turned into a little fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped being David Tennant, the actor, and turned into David Tennant, the Doctor Who fan. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, is that it? I suppose that, <laughs> is, that is it. Oh, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Well, before we go, we better let, let our illustrious viewers and listeners, viewers? The <laughs> listeners and viewers society of this country know that they can write to us at show at staggering stories dot net. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's feeling of trepidation. (laughs) Trepidation be damned. This is pure terror. At least we don't have to watch Lost in Space. Next time is a good one. Yeah, next time you can join us for The Mind Rabbit. The Mind Rabbit. What batch does that take? Next time we're watching Who who, Killed Jessica Rabbit and the Mind Robber. (laughs) And Who Framed the Mind Robber. (laughs) Oh dear. Remember that, the Mind Rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's not rampant. The rampant Mind Robber. Well, it might be by next week. I was going to say, would you like me to bring my rabbit in? (laughs) Uh, I've got one here. No, not the Mind Rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh, oh, alright then. (laughs) Not the rampant rabbit. (laughs) Anyway. anyway, Get us out of this. Quick! Oh, it's right. oh, yeah. Back at the march. <laughs> more fun, frivolity, and jollity. More news and reviews. More how old and new. So until that, Arthur Rabbit. Until mm. that, uh, rampant ramifications of rabbits comes rampaging. Rolling, 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 rolling. Rolling sounds a good word. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going anywhere near the word ro- rogering. Rogering. <laughs> rogering stays away from this conversation. No rogering here.
comes rampaging and rogering. Oh, God. <laughs> Down upon us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Three settings. You've been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 202, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. I like custard creams. Did you used to pull one side off and then I stick still two custards? Oh, right. No, no, no. I pull them apart. I eat the cream, then I eat the biscuit. <laughs> Costas do big custard yeah, I've seen creams. Those, yeah. Oh, they're mm. big bourbons. The big bourbons. Big yeah. jammy yeah. dodgers. The, yeah, yeah. 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 The jammy they're, they're, they're about the size you are. Or they're about the size, size they would I have been, am. No, they were about the size you would have been as they are when you're a child. Mm, right. Yeah. So they're big. I think you've got your <laughs> tenses mixed up a bit there, but I get, <laughs> I get there in the end. I get <laughs> the tenses. Do... I go around the house and show you all the words and the various possible uh, do, direction they can go. Do they do a curly whirly that's like a ladder? No, not yet. Uh, not yet. Oh, okay. For his efforts on the big screen, David. Deva. <laughs> <laughs> the fit set in again. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the plate? Yes. <laughs> and we're white. <laughs> Slowly fade back. Again, from red. <laughs> we, we managed to cover up the redness, didn't we? We just kept going on. We gave a look. <laughs> Everyone looked up at the light You have to bulbs, mix up the colours next time. See how long we got. Yeah. <laughs> It's a purple alert. Or just set them flashing about. Oh, yeah, kicking the Alternating colours. Yeah, so we'll see who suffers from photosensitive epilepsy. Could used it to stuff the turkey. Indeed. My family mm. love my obsession on Christmas Day. <laughs> what was your obsession on Christmas? Doctor Who in general? Ah. Sonic screwdrivers? Ah. Mugs? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I've got to go wee. Wee! All the way home. <laughs> One big bladder, I have to tell you. <laughs> Raining, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say gunpowder makers would have loved him. <laughs> <laughs> So, if we're going to do um, Jessica Rabbit... <laughs> I've given up Jessica Rabbit. With a brick. I ran out of batteries. <laughs> you know, that one reminds me of diarrhoea. <laughs> so of diarrhoea do you normally have? <laughs> it's the one with the TARDIS yeah. explodes. So right, one with the, tar- the, with the white robots at the beginning. They Zo- meet Gal- oh, it's Gallagher. Zoe's it's Zoe's the one bum. where... Yeah, Zoe's bum. Remember Zoe's Jamie isn't played by... Uh, no, that's right, because he ends up with Mumps partway through yeah. and it's she the gets one with up the with the, um, the, um, the macho man. And yeah. All yeah. This. The carcass. It's, yes, I just... Puts the hands on the head. You, you haven't caught her when she deflates. You pick her up and you go... <laughs> 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 wow, that's a gassy pussy, mm. all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about that and... I've known some gassy... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, there are remote control ones. Mm, yeah.
Did you have to do the actions? Did you have to do the actions? I did go into Ann Summers and we were playing with them. We switched one of those uh, larger ones on with the the rabbit attachment. And it was like a caterpillar. It just shifted along the whole (laughs) shelf and escaped. I don't know where it ended up. Sorry, I'm just thinking of a larval worm. I'm going to post it now for you. I'm just thinking of Crichton. (laughs) Groin attachment. Just a few bleeps and screams. And then bleep, 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 and she bleep, 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 up and bleep.